You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. What's going on, everybody? I'm Smitty from the Fantasy Football Show. Uh, back for another episode with Grant. Grant has been our, our Friday guest, but we're going to mix him in into different days as well, um, just because the people want it, Grant. Well, you got to give the people what they want. <laughs> so we're mock drafting in, in on this episode. So what we're going to do is we're going to rotate picks. We're going to go through the top 24. Uh, you'll be the odd picks. I'll be the even picks. The rules are simple. Three to four sentences max about your player that you select. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We'll begin with you at the 1.1. You have three to four. Uh, I'll manually enter them all here. We're looking at the uh, the draft board. Um, but tell me who you want and give me three or four sentences as to why. So with the first overall pick, I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley this year. I might be the odd man out, but I really think that it Barkley's going to have a bounce back year. I think he's completely healthy. Jason Garrett's going to be the off, offensive coordinator and look what he's done with his time with uh, DeMarco Murray, Zeke Elliott and all that. I really like uh, uh, Saquon Barkley here. Yeah, I don't blame you for, for liking Saquon more than McCaffrey. I think the Giants offense is going to be much improved. I think Danny Dimes is going to take that that big step forward in 2020. And while I think him and McCaffrey are neck and neck, I just lean on Barkley. I think Barkley's going to have one of those 15 TD seasons. And I think he'll be kind of like McCaffrey's the pretty the consensus 1.1 this year. I think people walk into 2021 pretty much locked and loaded on Barkley being the 1.1. That's not to say McCaffrey's going to get hurt. Not to say McCaffrey's not the 1.2 in dynasty for me still. I just think Barkley's going to remind everybody that he is the best running back in fantasy and the best running back in the NFL. That was over two, two sentences. I broke the rule. Uh, McCaffrey, I'll give myself two sentences here to, to make up for it. McCaffrey, I mean, there's just no, there's nothing to even argue at this point. It's either Barkley, McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Barkley. Yep, um, that goes without yeah. saying. So you're you're on the clock with the 1.3. All right. For PPR purposes, I'm probably going to lean towards Zeke Elliott with my third pick. Uh, I really like what they're what they're brewing up in Dallas. I think the addition with CeeDee Lamb is going to really open up the um, underneath passing game this year for Zeke, and I know that they really want to make that um, an emphasis in their game. So I, I really like Zeke this year. Yeah, can't argue with that. He's already had COVID-19. You, you cuff him to Tony Pollard. He might be the safest running back, that duo specifically the safest running back duo in fantasy football. Um, not that I'd take him at one or two, but I mean, having COVID that that's going to be a big thing. People aren't even ex- understanding what this could look like in 2020 grant when you have players just getting COVID left and right. I mean, we might seriously have one of the most unique seasons on our hands and, and it's going to be hard to, we're going to look back and go, man, I didn't even think about this stuff in my draft. I didn't think about how, you could almost prepare a little bit for this stuff. Um, Camara is going to be my 1.4. And I think Camara, same thing, super uh, backup running backs 
are are for all of these guys that picks like one three through one five, assuming you take Dalvin Cook, or if you don't take Dalvin Cook, I will at one point six Grant. But um, you got Madison for Cook, you've got Lat Murray for uh, Kamara and Tony Pollard for Elliott. These are super backup handcuffs. Um, so that 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 alone makes Kamara the one point four to me. Um, I don't go my Thomas or anything like that. But what who, what are you doing at? I'm sorry. What do you think of that? And then what are you doing at one point five? I love it. Uh, Alvin Kamara at the 1.4. I think you're going to see a lot of positive TD regression this year. I really like him to get over double-digit touchdowns, and he's finally healthy. I mean, he was dealing with a high ankle sprain all of last year, so I think yeah. that's what limited. So I, I love the pick. All right, who you got at five? So for the 1.5, got to go with Dalvin Cook. Uh, he was the number two or three overall running back last year uh, before he got hurt. You know, I just – I love Dalvin Cook. You, you handcuff him with Alexander Madison. And you've got a top one, two, three running back overall. So I love that in the five spot. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so this is where it gets tricky. Mike Thomas is it Clyde Edwards Hilaire, is it Derrick Henry? Um I'm gonna go bold with Clyde. I know that that it sucks because before this recent rise in ADP, you know, you're getting him at at value that he could sleepwalk into. And now you're drafting him around that range where he still has a little bit of upside, but you're, you're basically banking on him, you know, at least by week two or three being the workhorse. The thing is Andy Reed produces, I mean, you look at all the running backs this guy's had and he's had cream hunt. He's had a rookie before absolutely lighted up. He's taken a guy like Jamal Charles who didn't have, I mean, he did so much with, with the amount of carries and touches that Jamal Charles got there. Even if, Clyde is sharing a little bit of time for half of a year. He's going to explode in the spread out offense. So I'm going to go Clyde. I like that pick. That's exactly where I was going with that too. Yeah. All right. For the seven spot, as much as I'm a firm believer of not taking wide receivers in the first round, how can you not love Michael Thomas? He's going to get the volume receiver one. And in the second round, we'll probably go with uh, another uh, a stud running back to back that up. So you'll have a, a good wide receiver running back combo. So, Got to go, Michael Thomas. Yeah, hard hard to argue it here. Um, at this spot, this is where it also gets tricky. I mean, you got Josh Jacobs. I think is steady here. Derrick Henry's exciting. Um, you know, I, I I couldn't go wide receiver after Mike Thomas. I'm not going wide receiver in the first round. There's just too many running backs that, that I think are good in my opinion. But I, I understand a lot of people like wide receiver wide receiver approaches. I'm gonna roll. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry here, but I kind of want to go Josh Jacobs, but I'm going Derrick Henry. Yep, and I think that's exactly where I would have gone with that, too. If you look at what Derrick Henry did last year, he catch a lot of passes. He still was top four or five overall, you know, even without that. And I think that they're going to continue to lean on, on him in the running game. He's going to be their workhorse, so I, I like the pick. Thanks. Who do you who you going so with? So for, for the nine hot – Nine spot, I love Josh Jacobs right here. That That's where I would go. I think that they're going to heavily get him involved in the passing game. And I really think that year number two for Josh Jacobs, he's going to really bust out. Yeah, safe floor. I mean, he if, if he doesn't get PPR work, he's still worth this. You know, if he does, he's top five. So it's, it's a great pick. I think I'm going to go with Kenyon Drake at 1.10. It's a little early for some people, but um, that's that's been my job, Grant, all offseason. My job has been to uh, uh, increase the ADP value for Drake, and I think I've done so. He's now entered the first round for most people. Uh, I'm going to take him at 10. 
I like it. For the 11th pick, I'm going to go Nick Chubb. Okay, Nick Chubb. I, I really think that Nick Chubb, for first and second down work, he's going to get the majority of the touchdowns. I really think 12 to 15 touchdowns out of him is not out of the realm of possibilities, and I think that they're just going to pound the rock with him uh, on first and second down. And I, I could see him getting 16, 1,700 yards uh, rushing this year. With a little bit of receiving, you know, mixed in there, I think I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah, um, I my only concern with Chubb is getting Hunt. Um, it's so hard to get Hunt now because he goes so high, and and to get Hunt with Chubb is hard because then you're putting all of your you're you're putting two of your top four overall picks on the Browns' rushing attack. Whereas I think it's easier to go like if you were to go Josh Jacobs and Chubb. Let's say I'm sorry, Josh Jacobs and Hunt. You're taking a gamble on Hunt in that fourth round, but you don't also have it tied to that first-round pick. So it's a weird thing where I love drafting Hunt without Chubb, but when I have Chubb already, it's harder to draft him. But if he stays healthy, man, Chubb is going to be a top five, top six running back. So I have no problems with anybody um, putting him in the 1.7 to 1.12 range. I just, for some reason, have been, because Kareem Hunt's one of my my you know, win elite players, it's making it harder for me to justify taking Chubb, but I understand what why you take him there. Um, Eckler, I think I'm going Eckler here. I think a lot of people either love this pick or they, they actually give you one of those Eckler in the first round. Like, it's, it's crazy that he has so much hate and so much love. He's probably the most hated and loved player at the 1.12. I completely agree with that. I mean, he's going to get so much PPR volume. Um, I just don't think that they're going to throw the ball downfield too much, and he's going to continue his, you know, dink and dunk role from last year, you know, with Tyrod. So I, I really, really like it. And who you got at two point one? All right, for the two point one, I am going to go if we've got Eckler right there at that spot. Uh, let's go Devontae Adams. I like building if you're, especially if you're at the eleven and twelve range. Like a, a fundamental approach of get you know good running back at the end of the first, and then go ahead and get you a top receiver and get some good value across the board and get a good solid foundation with a running back one and a wide receiver. Yeah, so we're going to try and keep this as if we're building a team. So he, he had Eckler at 1.12. I took the pick, but then he backed that pick up with Adams. Not not bad. And and just to real quickly speak one or two more sentences on Eckler. Um, everyone's worried about him losing PPR work because now, you know, Philip Rivers, who just laser locked on the guy, um, much like uh, Big Ben would laser lock on Antonio Brown. So I get the concern, but the thing is, he's going to be asked to run the football a, a significant amount more. And so any dip in PPR work, he should make up for in rushing yards alone. Like, oh, completely. Look what he did. Yeah. yeah, look what he did in the first four weeks of last season. He was RB2. Uh, he was either one or two after the first four yeah. weeks last year. I mean, he was just and phenomenal. While, so, and while it's risky to assume that he's going to hold up as the starter, I get that stance. I don't I don't agree with it, but I understand it. That, oh, he's never, you know, gotten the carries. It's probably just as risky to assume that he can't. You know, like, just assuming all – because you haven't seen it, it won't happen or he can't hold up. The guy's been working out like a machine on his Instagram. He posts, you know, pictures of himself completely ripped. Um, you know, he he's ready to roll. Uh, next up, I'm gonna go. Where Nick Chubb is assigned to this 1.11 team, so I'm gonna say uh, 
do I go Hill or do I go Hopkins? Man, I think I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. I think he should have a big year. I'm a little bit worried about putting him above Hopkins for some reason. Um, the trend is to do so, but I kind of feel like when I do that, I, I regret it. Right. No, that's that's a good pick. I mean, he's a boomer bust guy, but at the same time, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, that's a solid foundation for, for start your mm-hmm. team. All right, so if we are at the 2.3, this team's currently got Kenyon Drake, which was the 1-1. Um, I'm going to go Julio Jones right here. I, re- I really wanted to go DeAndre Hopkins, but since we already had Kenyon Drake, I want to kind of pivot on that and go Julio to diversify my team. So I really like that, that story. Can't argue with that. In Dynasty, I have Julio dropping off quite a bit, but in redraft one more year, I think Julio, no question, he could still you know drop top five water receiver numbers. I do rank him right, right around here to be safe, though. Some people have him you know, still as the number two wide receiver. I kind of have him more around outside my top five so but I could be jumping a year early sometimes I jump a year early Grant before I I wait a year and and get left holding the bag so that's how I feel about Julio but he's entering I believe he's 30 is he 31 or 32 he's 31 31. so he should most wide receivers entering their 32 year season have that potential to drop off so he is one year before that so he should be good for one more year but everyone's going to assume all the nostalgic people out there are going to think he's going to last forever but guess what he won't deandre hopkins 2.4 pair him with jacobs i love it i think d hopkins is going to fit right into that arizona cardinals offense which is so spread out hopkins might see less double teams than ever before and he's used to being just double teamed constantly. He's the most talented. I think he's more talented than Mike Thomas, believe it or not. But they're neck and neck for me in terms of talent. But Hopkins is just, he's going to explode in Arizona, I think. Absolutely. I think he's, I mean, he, he's going to get so many targets over there as the clear cut number one. You know, a lot of people are worried about Larry Fitzgerald, you know, take, him still dominating target share. And I just think that, He's going to t- turn the reins over to Hopkins, and he's just going to have a phenomenal year. Agreed. Year. Who you got at 2.5? All right, so at the 2.5, I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. I really think that with the addition of Burrow in um, in Cincinnati, he's going to give them a little bit more confidence in their quarterback. They've got Jonah Hill or Jonah Williams coming back on their left tackle. They, up, they upgraded their line a little bit. I think that they're ready to go, especially uh, in year year two of their new head coach. I just think that uh, Joe Mixon is really going to bounce back pretty well. Okay. Here's a uh, – because I want to go Godwin here, but then I'd be double wide receivers. Um, man. But then if I if I go with the next player that I think is deserving, that would be like a Patrick Mahomes or a Lamar, and then, you know, I'm running back anyway. <laughs> so, uh, let's roll – you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to say this team, 1.7 is one of those wide receiver uh, hogs, and he's going to go with the Godwin and Mike Thomas back-to-backs. He's going zero running back at least through the first two rounds. You're up at one point uh, 2.7 unless you have any thoughts on Godwin here. No, I like Godwin right there. I think building, you know, and especially in a PPR format, I think Chris Godwin's going to get the target share of, of, of cashes you know, from Brady. So I think starting with Thomas and Godwin, that's a, that's a great start right there for uh, if you're, especially if you're going zero RB. All right. So in the 2.7, I'm going to go Aaron Jones. I don't think that he's going to have too much of a fall off from last year. I know he was extremely TD dependent, but you know, Rogers was getting a little long in the tooth. 
Aaron Aaron Jones is still a phenomenal uh, running back, and I just think that he's not going to fall off too much more. He was right there, so I think is the what is that the thirteenth running back off the board? I think it's good value. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Dalvin Cook is this one point five team, and I'm doing it. I'm pairing Mahomey and Dalvin Cook together. Um, I just think Mahomes. Once you get like so, I'm going to do a video on this because a lot of people have a tough time with taking Mahomes early, which is so funny because. It's like uh, it's kind of like the Eckler at one point one two. You have half the people love it, and half the people absolutely act like they can't even understand it. And so, you know, Mahomes for me, I start to to draft Mahomes when I don't like the other options um, anywhere near as much. So, like, yeah, I'll take uh, Godwin or I'll take Hopkins. You know, I'm not going to take Mahomes over those guys. I'd rather do the the build late QB strategy in those cases. But once you start getting to like the running backs, like Gurley and Connor um, and, and even the tight ends, you know, I love, I love Lamar and or I'm sorry. I love uh, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, but you know, I can build later at tight end, just like I could build later at quarterback. Uh, that's when I start considering Mahomes and Lamar's right. When you see the, the, the questionable players sitting there and you don't see the, the Hopkins there anymore, the Godwins. So everyone's got their own line in the sand where they'll draft a QB, but that's mine. And so I'm going to pair Dalvin Cook and Mahomes and have just uh, tons of points each and every week. Absolutely. All right. So for the, what are we at? 2.10. Uh, 2.9. All right. Sorry. 2.9. Yeah. 2.9. Yeah. So I'm liking Miles Sanders right here. I think he's got a ton of upside. Uh, what he did down the stretch last year was pretty phenomenal. So I think building your team with Alvin Kamara and Miles Sanders at a start is getting you a good base foundation to uh, to secure your running backs. And then, of course, in round three, you'll go ahead and start beefing up your receivers. And, and I don't mind Sanders this late. I think this is where he kind of belongs. But unfortunately, his ADP is sometimes climbing to like the 1.9 to 2.02 range. And I think that while he could still potentially earn that, there's just no room for any kind of hiccup or error or stutter step. Whereas at 2.9, he has that. So I'm okay with that. I'm, 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 he's growing on me in that 2.9 to 2.12 range, but I just don't see him falling there anymore. It's just crazy. So that would be a steal according to today's ADP standards. Um, Lamar Jackson, I'm, I'm pairing with Zeke Elliott. So we got Dalvin Cook and Mahomes and Elliott and Lamar Jackson. And I just – I love the, the – I love when people think that these are, are mistakes. Like, look at the, 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 two, the two duos there, man. Lamar, Lamar and Elliott would just be fire. Oh, absolutely. And so, for my 2.11, speaking of duos, I'm all about taking a, uh, a positional advantage against your opponent. And so, if I've got Christian McCaffrey, which at this point would have fallen to me at the 1.2 – you know, and everybody sees the consensus, you know, first overall pick, I'm going to now take Travis Kelsey and I'm going to shore up the number one overall running back and the number one tight end. And I know that when I'm going in from week to week, at least for the start of the season, I'm taking a positional advantage against my opponent, which I think there's a lot of good analytics to prove that if you can go in there and dominate each position, you're already ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So you took, uh, I'm sorry, cut out. You took Kelsey or Kittle? Yes. Yeah. Kelsey, okay, because I think I think you could argue either one's the one, but um, you know, if I'm in redraft, I do have Kelsey ahead of Kittle. I think he says the volume. So correct. Uh, right. With the final pick, and this is where we're going to end it for today. The final pick I have between Evans, Galladay, um, 
to be quite honest with you, it's it's thinning out quick in my mind. Um, it's it's Kittle, it's Evans and Galladay. That, that's it. Those are the only three players I think that I'm considering here. Um, all these other players to me are third and fourth round players. There's only I, I think I'm going Mike Evans. I think pairing Mike Evans with Barkley. I'm tempted to go Kittle. I think Galladay makes a better uh, third round pick in that three point, you know, two, three point three, three point four range because you can kind of get away with it. And he's just, in my opinion, could potentially be a top five to ten wide receiver. Uh, but I'm going to grab Mike Evans here, pair him with Barkley, and I think that that Brady's going to have a monster year. What I'd probably do with this uh, Barkley and Mike Evans team later is stack it with Brady and have the Evans Brady stack, or you know, if I had that that Mike Thomas, Chris Godwin team i would probably grab brady over there too and pair him with godwin but i love pairing brady with one of those wide receivers absolutely i agree with that um who who do you think was the biggest steal out of all these guys there you know it's only the top two rounds it's not going to be a a major steal but who do you think has the best value on this board well if you're going to go off of consensus ADP rankings, Miles Sanders at the 2.9 would be the biggest steal for ADP value. Yeah. But having said that, I'm trying to look at the board right now. I mean, it's it's hard to argue Christian McCaffrey at the 1-2 because, I mean, I mean, every league that I've seen much going number one overall. So, yeah, I know that that's, that's a stretch saying it's only one position later, but you look at what McCaffrey did last year. If he even – comes close to that i mean he can win you a league yeah it's hard to, it's hard to, you're right it's hard to even like pinpoint uh a steal here it's all pretty feels pretty par for the course and it, it was our draft so you know it's going to feel normal to us right i think that the biggest reach for me if i was to say reach would be i can't even find one i mean this is the only reach that i and i actually completely love the pick but i think it like if we're going off the consensus adp rankings mm-hmm. right now Kenyon drake at the uh yeah. one one i think would be considered for most people to be a reach however i don't don't think he's a reach whatsoever at the 110 i think he could be top five six overall considering what he did look at what he did when he got a, a foothold of the, of the work last year he was top five yeah so say, I, I really like that pick. i'd say clyde edwards hilaire and drake are the highest risk um, players here but oh for sure but they have that upside too so it's like a mixed bag of risk and reward so so let me repeat it for the audio audience here <clears throat> here uh Barkley number one McCaffrey number two Zeke Elliott number three Alvin Kamara went number four uh Dalvin Cook went number five Clyde Edwards Hilaire went number six Michael Thomas went number seven uh, Derek Henry went number eight. Josh Jacobs went number nine. Kenyon Drake went number 10. Nick Chubb went number 11. And number 12 went Austin Eckler. Then with the 2.1, Devontae Adams paired with Eckler. Then at 2.2, Tyreek Hill pa- uh, paired with Nick Chubb. 2.3, Julio Jones paired with Kenyon Drake. 2.4, DeAndre Hopkins paired with Josh Jacobs. 2.5, Joe Mixon paired with Derek Henry. Chris Godwin paired with Mike Thomas. 2.7, Aaron Jones paired with Clyde Edwards-Flair. 2.8, Patrick Mahomes paired with Dalvin Cook, one of my favorites there. 2.9, Miles Sanders paired with Alvin Kamara. Uh, Lamar Jackson at 2.10 paired with Zeke Elliott, my second favorite team so far. 
And uh, Travis Kelsey at 2.11 paired with Christian McCaffrey. And uh, Mike Evans at 2.12 paired with Saquon. You had to pick two teams in order. Who are your top – who are your favorite two teams? Mm. Just looking at it off the top of my head, I really like the McCaffrey-Kelsey combo just because I was I always preach positional advantages. So I like that one. Um, and then probably my second favorite team looking at here, I really like the Nick Chubb Tyree kill. It, I think that's a lot of risk reward, but if it pays off that you got a lot of points right there. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I don't know why I I'm just so, I'm so loving pairing one of those quarterbacks, uh, Lamar or Mahomes with one of those top four, you know, ru- running backs. I just feel like it, it just locks you into so many points. Um, I, I, I tend to I tend to do that. I tend to whenever I draft a Cook, whenever I draft a Camaro, whenever I draft an Elliott, whenever I draft a McCaffrey or a Barkley, anybody in that top five, they're they're usually eight times out of ten if the quarterback falls to me being paired to one of Lamar or Mahomes. Get on over to Grant Land Part Two. That's the number two. My co-host here, Grant. That's his site. Go support him. Follow him. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. 